Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. As always, I'm your host, John. Very happy to be here. My boy, Jay Hiz over there in the six. How you doing, my dog? Doing great, bro. I'm doing great. And especially because we got a, we got a legend on the show today. Um, town legend, Bay Area legend, California legend, whatever you want to call it, man. Ivan Rab, yo, in the building, man. What's up, Ivan? Hey, what's the doing, deal, man? man? Y'all good? We we doing good. We doing good, man. We are very excited to have you on, Ivan. Um, you know, when 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 me and Jay found out, you know, we were able to have we we're gonna able to have a guest like you. Uh, honestly, so many stories just kind of started running through our mind as far as just like you know that high school basketball because uh, you know, like like how we were talking a little bit before we got on camera, Ivan. Um, me and me and Jay also, you know went to high school out here in the Bay Area, grew up in, a, in a, around the same time that you did. So we were just reminiscing all these dominating stories of you, you know, uh, being out here in the Bay Area. So it is good to have you on the pod today, Ivan. But uh, how you doing, man? How, how, how you been? Man, I'm doing well. I've been, um, man, just working, um, staying involved in the community, you know, um, trying to be well-rounded, just keep studying. I'm doing, doing a lot. I got my hands in a lot of different pots, but you know, I'm just trying to figure it all out and figure out um, what that looks like for me in the near future. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, yeah. So today we, we, we just we just going to talk a little bit about, you know, your your uh, your your basketball journey and, you know, wh- where's where it's been up to and how, how you're doing and, you know, what's what's next for Ivan? Is that cool with you? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's cool. Then let's let's get into it. So the first question that we love to ask is, you know, Ivan, you've had a very uh, accomplished uh, basketball career, but where did it all start? You know, who was the first person to put that orange ball in your hands? Who was the first person to get that motivated and that basketball spark going to you? Who was the first person? I, I would say my mom, really. Like in the, in the second grade, I played for the East Lake YMCA uh, in, in uh, East Oakland. And um, that was like my first time playing and organized basketball but really more than that I was just I always had it in my hand I was always outside like back then we had crates outside so I was shooting on crates then we ended up getting a basketball court and then you know sometimes I didn't want to shoot on the court I was just dribble up and down the block high street or foothill I mean dribble up and down the block um so until it wasn't until the sun went down really even when the sun went down I was still out there like just using my imagination trying to get trying to get right and you know that got me. That got me far. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that was so. So you were the neighborhood alarm clock out there in Oakland and doing that basketball hunt. <laughs> they said, "Man, we we used to get in trouble for being out there too late." You know, the neighbors. We moved a lot, so every time we went to a new house, it was the same thing. So the neighbors would get mad. You know, we out there all night, lowering the court, dunking on the court, <laughs> whatever we was doing. You know, it was always a problem, but we were always out there though too. So okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's the, when's the first time you you said mentioned dunking? What's the first time you dunked? Oh, you know, good question. All and everything. Seventh grade. I remember it was seventh grade. I was at Montero, and uh, I think before school we used, we used to have runs in the morning. I think after the bell rang, I seen my boy Timidayo. Timidayo played D one too. Um, I went up. He dunked a few weeks earlier, and I finally got mine. And it was it was crazy. I was like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he was juiced, huh? <laughs> I ain't gonna cause I, actually, I was getting hung and just missing. I finally got yeah. one. Mm-hmm. How, how tall were you at the time when you, when you first done? 
they like probably like six three. Man, seventh seventh grade, but uh, hey, but mind y'all, he says seventh grade six three. That's crazy, Ivan. Man, yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That that's crazy. But all right, all right. So then, um, so 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 then, you know, uh, let, let, let's let, let, let's keep it pushing. Let's kind of talk about you know your your high school, like how like how Jay was mentioned in the beginning of the pod. You know, you went to O'Dowd. So, uh, so talk to us a little bit about 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 how your how your high school career went. You know, we know you're very accomplished and you know, played all for all four years of varsity. But go ahead and just talk to us kind of about how uh, how uh, how that how that was for you. Uh, first, first off, at first I didn't even know what O'Dowd was um, when I, I started hearing about the basketball and everything. But I wasn't in the loop, um, you know. So. They came to my attention and I had to like catch up and find out what it was, you know, and it was a culture shock when I got there. But the thing that I noticed is, you know, Coach Lou and Coach Vieira, they love their basketball. So, you know, when I got up there, it was like I went from dribbling up and down the block to really having to be in the gym, you know, and them teaching me how to work more and more um, as the year went on, the years went on, um, you know, and then I got on board my first year. I remember Coach Lou telling me, you might have to play freshman. I'm like, bro. I'm not playing freshman, bro. Because <laughs> I, I knew I knew where I was at. I knew I was already pretty talented. Like I just had to get acclimated. Um, so that, I remember freshman year, I didn't play much until maybe three quarters through the through the through the season. And I had my first couple games and I spiked and had a 20-point game. And ever since then it was like um I was in the rotation. Okay, okay. I had to earn yeah, it. I had to earn yeah, it. Yeah, I feel that. You know, it's funny, Ivan, because the first time I played against you when I was at Daylight. You probably don't even remember this, but so I think it was my junior year, would have been your sophomore year. And someone said, You're on a mixtape. Said to me, I was like, What? Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm I'm not, I was I was an average ball player at high school. And I'm on cap. And they're like, Yeah, I was on, you're on a mixtape. I said, What? You're like, you're on Ivan's Rabs mixtape getting blocked. I was like, What? So yeah, that's how I remember. I remember my your sophomore year mixtape because. I, I was looking back on it too when uh, John told me you were going to be on the show. I was like, "Damn, those are fond yeah, memories." But, but yeah, I was on—I uh, think your sophomore year. It was Yair's finest mixtape, so that was that was always comes to mind when I think of your high school career, bro. But yeah, but yeah, say a lot. Daylight, Daylight got a crazy history, bro. So I say a lot. Anybody who made that team, you know, they well respected, well respected. So we always had to come to y'all and play y'all with, like, you know, had to be locked in. Yeah, respect. Yeah, no, likewise with y'all too. Like Lou, Lou had y'all y'all ready. I remember summer league battles and all that and stuff with uh, Odell. But but yeah, but let's talk a little bit about more like what were some tough matchups? You know, you mentioned us, but like tough matchups either player wise or um, I know you played against Ben Simmons, but who was who was kind of like the toughest matchup you played against in high school? Could be a team or could be player or whatever you've been. Toughest matchup. Well, with those, with those, you know, the games where we traveled, it wasn't always like we only played one time, so it was never really like a rivalry. So I always had more respect for like we played San Leandro or uh, San Leandro just gave us a run every time. SL. So as far as traveling though, Oak Hill. Okay. Yeah, okay, I don't think we ever. I don't think we ever got Oak Hill. We played them, I think, two or three times. They got us every time, but they wasn't better than us. We just would like have lapses. Right. So Okio, um, I don't know, bro. We played a lot of games. Bro. Who did Okio have on the squad when we played him? Like any notable, like any notable player? They had Dwayne Bacon. 
Man, I remember that. Uh, yeah, they had Daniel. Uh, I can't remember his last name. They had, they had, they had some. They had a lot of. They had a lot of D one guys. They had Terrence Phillips at, at the point. He went to Mizzou. Um. Yeah, I can't remember all their names, bro. But they had a lot of players even coming off the yeah. bench. So they man, was, they had a, you know a legendary coach too. So it was well coached, mm-hmm. well oiled machine. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, Oak Hill has always been known as you know having that be, be, uh, being that powerhouse school. But I mean, I, 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 like how we were saying at the time, you guys were you know you guys were a pretty good powerhouse in yourself. You know, having having yourself, having uh, having Paris, and while while you're there, you know, correct me if I'm if I misspoke, but you're two time uh, uh, two time state a two time Open Division. Uh, champion and then a one-time state champion so man you honestly definitely did your thing there and while you you guys are in high school uh like how we mentioned mcdonald's all-american player you played in the jordan brand uh the jordan brand classic game you were in the yes Man top 100 list but you know so i'm sure a lot of great moments but ivan if you could think of like what was one favorite moment that you could look back to and you say man like that you know that was one moment I could like relive or uh, I like I really enjoyed that moment while I was in high school did a lot of great things yeah we I had a lot of moments with, with my teams and stuff that was you know that was great but I had to say one though it had to be state championship bro we had we beat modern day you know we had already lost them a year before we we lost them actually my senior year in Vegas um no no my junior year in Vegas so, you know, we had to take a couple of L's to them, and, and we always felt like we could beat them. And we always felt like they had some help. You know what I'm saying? But, like, <laughs> but uh, we, had to, we had to fight through that. And that, that, that really made us better, bro. That, that matchup, that was one of the tough matchups. There we go. Modern day, modern day Oak Hill, San Leandro. Like, you know, we had to work. They had a great coach. They had, you know, the players. They had that system. Um, everybody bought in, and they made them, a, made them a tough out every time. So when we beat them in, in the fashion that we won, you know, the tight game coming back in the, in the you know, fourth quarter, Paris going off, you know, Zal hitting big shots, Austin making big plays, Franklin having, you know, everybody chipped in. And, you know, I, I closed it out with, with a free throw, but like all together as a, as a team effort, bro, it was like we had to earn that. And we didn't want to leave without that ring. So we had to do it. We had to do it. Yeah, I remember. I remember that game specifically, Ivan, because that that was also at Cal, and I remember you had. I think I believe you had already committed at at that point. And I was like, Not man, oh, uh, you hadn't committed. So did that that play a factor in in committing there? Because well, just like you had a bunch of offers, like, and then you decided to stay home. Did that play anything um, into that decision, or was that just something that just came to life? Bro, honestly, I had already known I wanted to go there for like three weeks before that. Okay, okay. But. Uh, I just wasn't ready to commit yet. And then they tried to give me, they was pushing to give me a commit that day. But I'm like, I can't do it. Like, you know, state championship. That would have took a lot of attention on what we just did. So I'm like, I'm going to wait. I think I waited a few more days or a week or something and got over with. But um, no, nah, not really. Not really. But it was dope, though, because I knew I would be playing there next year. Right. So it was, right. it was cool. It was Cal fans all over. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. That's cool, man. And then, and then, I mean, wh- wh- why are we gonna talk about some stories? I, 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 I gotta throw a story out there because I. So I'm a little younger. I'm a little younger than you. I, I graduated high school 2017. So I was, uh, I was kind of more coming onto the scene of high school, high school basketball when you, you and uh, you and Jay were kind of like leaving. 
so I do remember being a freshman and when you came to, cause I also went to De La Salle, you came to De La Salle and there was the whole, uh, you know, you were ranked that year. And that was the whole, uh, that they were trying to do the six man chant overrated. And then you just came through and shut the whole school down, man. So, I mean, why are we going, why are we talking about stories, man? I just, I had to put that out there too as well, man, because uh, definitely, um, you know, while we're talking about high school basketball, I got to give you your roses, man. So, yeah, so, uh, uh, you know, after after uh, this uh, very accomplished high school basketball career you have, you had some good and some tough decisions to make, man. You had, a, you know, coming into college, you had options like UCLA, Kansas, Kentucky, Arizona, you know, but like how Jay Hill was mentioning earlier, you ultimately went with Cal, like, um, if you could kind of go into some reasons, like what made you stay in the Bay? Like what made you stay home? Like UCLA, Kansas, Kentucky, like those are all great options. But what what was the deciding factor that was like, man, a callous for me? Well, uh, <clears throat> honestly, bro, the whole time I was I was trying to figure out where I, where I wanted to play. Cal was always in the back of my mind. Um, I saw who they had on, you know, on the team. I'm like, these guys can all play. You know, they just need, they just need, they need, they need one more guy. They need a big fella. They need, you know, a couple of pieces. So I'm recruiting the whole time. Uh, I told – we played Jalen my senior year, Jalen Brown. And I, rec- I was talking to him, like, bro, let's do – he was like, UCLA. I'm like, let's let's do Cal. Got a black coaching staff. All that stuff was, like, important to me. That was, like, family. So I recruited JB. I was recruiting Caleb Swan again um, from Purdue. That was, like, my – that was my guy. Like, so big man. Like, he was damn near committed. <laughs> So we had we had a lot of pieces. We had two more people that committed that just couldn't end up just didn't work out. Um, so I was recruited. I'm like I'm masterminding the whole thing. I don't even know if the head coach from Cal knew what I was doing, but I'm like we gonna okay. you know, we gonna figure it out. Uh, but yeah, like I what I was about to say was about if I, I would have went to like UCLA, not UCLA, but Kentucky, um, yeah, UCLA, Kansas, like these other schools, North Carolina, which I loved, like. They had so many players, bro, and it's like you get lost in the shuffle. You got to really do it big to be remembered at these schools, which I plan on doing anyways. But I wanted to go somewhere new, bro, and it had been a while for the for Cal basketball. Um, so I was excited to, to make a change, really. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. So so talk about, like, your first – so, you, you know, you made your decision your first year at Cal. Like, I'll just read off some. Like, you led the squad in, in field goal percentage, rebounds, blocks, double-doubles. I shut the freshman record for most rebounds in the year, but talk a little bit about the ins and outs of like adjusting the college life from coming from high school and being at home. Cause I know there's a little, just some distraction elements. You knew that was going to come with the territory, but talk to me about your first year over there in Berkeley. Yeah. My first year, my first year was crazy, mainly because at the beginning of the year, like in practice, bro, I couldn't do, I couldn't do nothing right. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't rebound the ball. I couldn't score the ball turning the ball over coach martin was on my ass like coach webb was on my ass coach young like it was just like damn bro but i it felt like my timing was off right. so it took me a minute to get adjusted to the speed of the game and that's something i learned as i got older like you get dumped into these situations you got to catch up to the speed so yeah. more than anything your skills you know they'll come out over time um but yeah it was just like bro i had to i mean my teammates was looking at me i'm like all right like we gonna we gonna figure it out when we figure it out. It was it was love. So, um, it took, like I said, it took me a minute to get acclimated. But once I got going, you know, we started playing, having, you know, we had the midnight madness. We had all these different things, bro. It was just cool to be have a bond with the squad like that. We was real close. 
It was a real mm-hmm. close team. We cracked a lot of jokes. We we did a lot of stuff together off the court, and that's what made us good. Um, and we had it hard together. Like Coach Martin used to be honest, bro. He it wasn't easy to deal with. It wasn't easy to deal with, but like it made us tougher and it made us better men. You know, at this point right. in our lives, it made us better men. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely, and then, um, and then I, I just, you know, I just want to kind of just give you, give you a shout out because, like, as you were talking, uh, you know, you talk about the the importance of, you know, kind of getting lost in the shuffle, and you know, when you go to these, you know, big, uh, 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 big name schools, and this kind of really, like, like, really got me thinking. I remember at the time when you did go to Cal, I remember thinking, like, man, like Ivan, like. Ivan and, and this new team like really gonna get Cal basketball popping again. And yeah. to be and to be real with you, like you Jalen and that and that squad kind of really did put them put Cal basketball like on the map like once again because I feel like it, it kind of at, at that time it was kind of dying off, man. So you know just just, just uh, like while while we're on on that on that point of you know talking about your first years at Cal, like you know you de- you you definitely did uh, you know you and that team put in work, man. To you ch- to help change the name. No, for sure. Nice. It was fun, bro. It was fun. We wanted, I wanted to really see him, like, you know, pick up the recruiting every year after that. It didn't really happen that way. But, like, I know they'll come back around again in the near future, for sure. And then, and then your second, your second year. I mean, you know, uh, you 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 take another huge jump, man. I mean, uh, you had you had to miss the co- uh, f- first two games, I believe, but and then you came out four straight double doubles, and then you set your career high two straight two straight games in a row against uh, uh, one against LA Tech, man. So talk to us, you know, about w- w- what was it that year that really made you take that jump? Uh, we know that after your second year is when you ended up, you know, declaring for the for the NBA draft. But like, talk to us about you know like what 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 did you learn from first year to second year that made you take that jump and become you know that much better that much more confident in your game um i think it was experience like my first year um we had we had some big we played in some really big games against some big name players like in the pac-12 pac-12 was loaded you know arizona utah utah had two first round picks you know all these all these teams had had a lot of a lot of high level players then you know, we played big games on the road. So when I made it that second year, it was just I was more at ease. I didn't really have a hard time adjusting. Um, the hardest part was, like, facing the different uh, defensive matchups that they had for me, like the de- defensive schemes. They would, like, send doubles and, like, triples, and they didn't they didn't really trust our shooters. So that's the barrier I had to get over more than anything. Um, you know, but it was it was cool. I just had to learn how to make different shots and stuff like that okay yeah so then so t- talk to me about like you know you know you mentioned Jalen earlier and 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 that kind of thing but then talk to me so after two years why not you declared for the draft why wasn't it the first um was it kind of like the adjustment like you said or because you did I, the first I looked at the first year stats and everything and you was putting in work but we know all, always stats isn't the same thing as actual yeah on the court and how you feel as a player and the adjustment to the pros and everything. But what was it that made you after the second year kind of say, yeah, like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, let's do this thing. Uh, I think cause coming in, I knew I was like, I only wanted to do a year or two. Uh, I didn't leave my first year because I just didn't feel physically ready and mentally ready. Really. I was still, I was still a kid, bro. Like okay. I couldn't imagine going at, what was I, 19? I couldn't imagine. I wasn't ready, bro. I was in college and shit. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. and then I had to learn how to work. Like, mm-hmm. even when I left, I didn't really know what it took to really work as a pro. 
it took me took me some years to figure it out. So it was it was a combination of everything. Just like being mature enough to know that I'm not ready to take on that on the workload yet, and mentally, you know, all the stuff that come with it. Like it just took me two years, three years, you know. So. Absolutely. But I mean, it's, it's, it's important that, you know, you know, that's important that, you know, and, and that you don't you know, go into a, a decision, you know, just wanting to be there and, and to making a bad decision. So that's, that's really great and shows a lot of intelligence from your end. And then, um, and then just, you know, while, 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 while we're wrapping up the kind of the college talk, you know, Jay, uh, Jay talked about it, you know, and you even talked about earlier, you know, recruiting Jalen Brown being, being around a player like that. So, you know, we are, you know, NBA podcast, you know, we talk about that all the time too. So like, I did want to ask, you know, how, how was it being around such a young Jalen Brown? Um, I remember seeing him in college. Did you see him being, you know, me and Jay were talking last night, like he's low key, one of the most slept on players in the league. Yeah, bro. Low key, like averaging two. He was like that. Man. I knew it was in high school. In college, he didn't get the, bro, they take charges on him every game. He uh-huh. can do what he do now. And he always had the wiggle. He could always defend. He just wasn't like motivated all the time because it was mm. too easy. It was too easy. Right. So when he got when he got drafted and thrown in the fire, bro, it, it just took a minute. I knew what it was gonna do. They tried to send him to the G League. He just had to figure it out. He had to mature. Like, mm-hmm. like you got, you know, people gotta give these 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 guys, you know, it's hard, bro. You coming in the league playing LeBron 37, bro. Man, <laughs> they got kids and families. It it take a minute. You gotta you gotta give. Some leeway, but bro, I knew I knew what was gonna happen when he went. Man, he got all that space. You giving him space, and he could really shoot. He just he was he was struggling. He was in the slump. Man, now you see the jumper, catch and shoot. You see off the bounce. You got the wiggle between behind the back crosses. He could defend. He do everything. He he really do. He really do. He, he he really do. He's definitely one of the most slept on players in the league. So yeah, we, we, we had. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I want to get some. I want to get some. uh, No, I also had Tyrone Wallace on that team. I had Jabari Bird on that team. Yeah, absolutely. Ari coming back soon. He'll be back. He unbelievable. Wall just got you know signed to New Orleans Pelicans on ten days. I think two ten days in a row. T. Wall, they both dogs. So you know we had we had plenty of pros on that. We had a lot of pros on that team. People still playing overseas. Like yeah, Cameron Brooks, Sam Singer, Kingsley O'Curl. Grant Mullins didn't play, but he could have played. We had we had pros on that team. Brandon Chaka. So mm-hmm. we, had, we had some guys. That's why we were so good, especially that first year. Uh, 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 Brandon Chaka was that lefty, that that Filipino lefty, right? <laughs> yeah, he was called. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. He 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 always used to come up. So he had like one of one of his homies went to SF State, and that's where I went to college. He used to always come up there and just be hooping at the rec center with us. Oh, he was he was raw. I'm not gonna lie, he was raw. <laughs> Absolutely, all right, man. So 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 then uh, so then Ivan, you know, after uh, you you have two great seasons, uh, two great seasons at Cal. You end up, you end up deciding to uh, declare for the NBA draft, and you go pro. And honestly, before we even talk about and touch anything in, in, the, in the pro career, like I, me and Jay personally just want to give you your roses, man, because not only um, is it so difficult to go pro, man, but like I just I, I I just need people to understand, and I need people to hear this stat. Like 
out of college athletes, and this is according to the NCAA, just one in one in every 250 college athletes go pro, man. So for you to be able to have a pro career, uh, no, whether however long, whether whether wherever it was, man, I think it's just extremely impressive, and it needs your roses, man. So just wanted to give you a shout out for that, man. Appreciate it. Took a lot of work. Focus for sure. Absolutely, man. So then, so let, let's exactly talk about that then, man. So, you know, uh, you end up getting drafted the second round, 35th uh, overall pick in this uh, 2017 draft to the Orlando Magic. Then you get traded to the Grizzlies. Kind of, you know, t- walk us walk us through that night, like walk us through that day. That's a crazy feeling. I have no idea how you even feel, honestly. But okay. talk to us. That, really, that whole pre-draft experience, like everything was crazy. I had hella workouts. Ended up getting hurt in my workouts. So I didn't get to finish. I had canceled like ten, like eight workouts. So it was tough because I knew I wasn't able to 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 work out for all the team. You know, they wouldn't be able to see a difference in my game. Um, but yeah, draft night was draft night was beautiful, bro. I mean, it didn't matter where I got picked. It was just like, bro, I'm here. Like, you know, you turn a dream to a reality. It's, you know, you gotta you gotta you know pay respects to your blessings and stuff that when they come your way. Um, so I got drafted 35th. I thought I got drafted 34th to the to the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I didn't know I went to Memphis until like 10 minutes later. So that was crazy, you know. Uh, it was just, I don't know, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was exciting. My family was all there. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got the call from coach, David Fisdale. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it's first time talking to a, you know, my new coach was, was unbelievable. He was like, we're going to get you out there tomorrow. I'm like, let's do it, you know. So next day I was in Memphis, checked in the hotel, you know, a whole new place. It's hot and humid. I'm across the street from the arena. Like, this is this home. It's home. Okay. Wow. So did you did you have any indication that Memphis was I know Orlando drafted you and then you got traded to Memphis. Did you have any indication um they were gonna draft you or like did you work out with them or anything? Um, no, I had worked out with Orlando coming back twice. Okay. But I hadn't heard. I didn't even. I hadn't heard from Memphis at all. I didn't know they were looking at me. So yeah. it was a surprise. <laughs> Man. Okay. And then. And then I, I. I know you mentioned. You said you worked out for like a whole lot. Like a lot of teams. So like. It, uh, I know. I, I be. Are you listening to a lot of other podcasts? I, I don't know if you listen to like the Knuckleheads. They always like kind of talk about uh, like um, how many like the star athletes just kind of do like one or two workouts oh, yeah. but the ones that really be working the, the real at the real players that got to do a lot of workouts so uh, how many like did you do like what like 10 20 like how many workouts did you do I think I did 11 I had to cancel eight or nine though damn that's crazy going, bro I was going and a couple teams called me back so I worked out with Orlando twice and then I think Portland twice so it's, that's the that's the hardest part the pre-drive is the hardest part of everything that you do, bro. You make it through that. Like, you halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so then, you know, you, 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 make, you make it through it, right? You, you, you make it through it. And like how you say, you make it through the, the, the toughest part. And then uh, uh, September 18th, 2017, man, you, you do it. You signed a three-year rookie deal that gets you two-year guaranteed. I mean, first of all, like, how does it feel to have all your hard work recognized by you by you know, a whole nba organization and everything uh so like how, how did that feel you know s- signing that deal man it felt good i remember i still remember the day you know being in the office with the you know uh gm i don't know it just it was just crazy it didn't it didn't hit me it took a while for it to hit me it was just like 
I signed it. I'm like, what's next? <laughs> like, I know we got a grind ahead of us, but it's like, it was so long until we played, you know, summer league, but it felt summer league was like, uh, I think a few weeks away. So I don't know. It was a lot going through my mind. I was hurt at the time. So I was just rehabbing. It was like, I don't, I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, but I knew I was secured in that way. And it was just like, I'm looking forward to the next two years to see what happens. Okay. Okay. So you signed a deal, you got it on the dotted lines. I know you mentioned like the work of the league and work of a pro is different, but what was like your welcome to the league moment? Um, if you could think of one or maybe multiple, um, could be game, could be practice, but talk about a little bit about that. Uh, so I think it was a couple of things that I noticed. Like I used to think I had the coldest floater in the league. I already knew coming in, I had the coldest floater and then I was to I got drafted and I'm playing with Mike Conley. This shit crazy. <laughs> but I was just one. I was just like, but he don't miss. And he, he can shoot numbers from both hands, like left hand, right hand. He was like me. I really could. I'm really left hand. I should have been shooting my left, but I always shot my right. So he was the opposite. So that was one. And then Marcus saw in practice was just unbelievable, bro. He was so comfortable. It's like, where I said you got to get used to the speed. It, the game was too slow for him. And he, you know, he's not an athletic player. He's, you know, he just he understands. He can pass that thing. He can defend. He can shoot threes. Everything. So I was just studying his game, bro. Um, and then in the league, in the league, uh, it was it's so many dogs, bro. But I always like to talk about underappreciated players. So at the time, Drew Holiday, mm -hmm. I remember him just coming off the pick and roll, bro, and just like he hitting every pull up. Yeah, he was he was getting to the he would hit a pull up and he would drop to the basket, spin, float you or lay you, and then we had Lou Williams, same thing. Come off the pick and roll, you can't touch him. I remember I'm playing Lou, I got like two quick fouls. Man, he come off pick and roll, he bump you, flop, and one. It's, awesome. it's just it's so many it's so many dogs, bro. It's, it's so many stories I could tell. It's like where do you start? As far as bigs, as far as bigs, like the guys yeah. that was underrated was Vucevic when he was in Orlando, okay. bro. Cause he could do everything. He shoot threes, mid range. He got the post hook. Like he's Man. strong as hell. He put you under the basket. So I don't know. Just, just do it all. Just, just do it all. Man, I, I, I feel it. I see it. And I didn't know. I didn't know. So when you see the scouting report, like, damn, he got that. That it was a lot of moments like that. It was like, right. he got that too. I didn't know he had that. You got a really and he killing with it too. <laughs> okay, absolutely. I feel like something, something. I, I you know, Ivan, you, you mentioned some of these, so some of these tough matters and like, uh, you know, those. You're welcome to the NBA moments slash moments. Uh, but then I, I have to ask this question. You know, um, being being, I I know you know you've been in the NBA. You, you definitely have, you know how to face the Mellows, the Lebrons, the, the, all these players. But you know what? What was what? What was like an underrated matchup that you feel like you know the world doesn't really know about? But like, man, like this person's cold. Like we had a different who, a different uh, overseas hooper on, and he used to hoop with Frank Nilakina, right? Which is still a good NBA player. And he said like, no, nah, people don't know about him. He's so cold, and like you know, he just don't know about it because the NBA is that nice. But what, what is there somebody to you that's just like, yeah, he's different. The world don't know about him. That's a tough First one. of all, I would have said Vooch. I would have said Vooch. Vooch. Okay. Yeah. Like he really a dog. Uh I think when I was when I was playing, DeMar was in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. And he wasn't making an all-stars or nothing, bro. But he was a no, no, he was still in Toronto. He was still in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Kawhi was in. I mean, Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi, bro. 
when he was a San Antonio, bro, he was different. And I remember they said, oh, he going to go right every time. He went right, bro. He didn't miss no shots, no layups. It was like everything was a bucket. And he didn't make no face was fresh or nothing, bro. He just killing it. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I can't think of an underrated, like, Hooper, though, right now. Okay. Okay, absolutely. So that I gotta gotta ask. So that was on the scouting report that Kawhi's only yeah, gonna go yeah. right. Yeah, he was just, right. He just hit everything. Everything. He wasn't using his left hand. He was straight right. If you watch today, you watch his game. Yeah. He's going right. Mm-hmm. If you even if you drive left, you shouldn't pull up. Could go right to the basket or pull up or step back. And, I, and I, but I've heard I've heard like from from pros and everything. I know you know this too. Like at, at that level. This on the scouting report, it, they'll have exactly what they're gonna do, but they're so good at getting to their spots, it doesn't matter, right? Oh, Is that what you felt like yeah. at, the, at the league? Yeah, like Harden, bro. Right, right. Like, I think my second year, Harden gave. I think he gave us fifty three times. Three times. That's when he was on. That's when he was averaging. I think he was averaging thirty six. Okay. He was he was really different. Like we knew what he was gonna do. He was gonna get right. the whistle. So it's like, damn, mm-hmm. can't run him off the line. He got come down the lane, he's going to bump him. It's a whistle. It's just a lot of players. Who else? Uh, Scott, you know, they have a force on everybody. You know, I could probably still remember some of it, but, you know, it's crazy. That That, that, that is crazy, man. And, uh, and then, and, and uh, I honestly, you know, now that you mentioned, uh, you mentioned Harden, I just kind of think, of like how tough it would be to like, and I'm watching on through the TV, you know, Harden do that, that little where he brings his arm through it to get, to get the foul. And I'm thinking like how tough that would be on the court. So yeah. that, that's ridiculous. Like, he man. Show, he showed you the ball. He put the bar in front of you so he can show it to you. And it's yeah. like bait. It's like, oh, bait. No. wow. Even if you hit him on his arm, you're not, he's too strong, bro. You're not, there's a few guys who can move him. Like you're not taking the ball from him. That's that's a yeah, that's a that, that's a whole different level, man. Uh all right, man. So then so, so then so then Ivan, uh I mean th- th- you know, thanks for you know sharing and talking about some stories like that. And um uh, you know, as kind of we start to uh to start to kind of like wrap it up uh here, I would I would you know I would love to know uh because you were you know you, you were you were on that on that Memphis team and uh you know rising star right now on that Memphis team is is uh Darren Jackson Jr. Man. So I would love to know kind of like how 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 was it being around him, you know, such at a young age? Did you expect him to be kind of like that, you know, really this good? Yeah, bro. Same thing. It was just he just had to stop fouling. That's all it was, bro. Mm-hmm. He couldn't stay on the floor and he he was hurt. But he's so skilled, bro. He worked so hard. Like you could tell his family was just like his dad was in the league. So he learned a lot from his dad, was pushing him. Like he worked hard. So nothing he's doing now is a surprise. Like he's he gonna get a defensive player of the year in his career. That's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. And if you really watch him, he's one of the most skilled bigs in the league. He just still putting it together. So when he put that, when he put it all together, it's gonna be scary. You know, I got I, I got love for all them guys on Memphis, bro. Them like my brothers. Like, so it's good to see them doing what they're doing, you know, from, from jaw down. Everybody is all dope ass people. Um, and they, you know, they can hoop. They can hoop. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, man. So, you know, as we've seen, Ivan, you know, you, you had a very accomplished, uh, a very accomplished uh, pro career, man. You know, you did, you did, did a lot of things. Uh, this is honestly a extremely impressive basketball career in, in, in general, man. I mean, most of us, if I can speak for myself, being a, a basketball player, uh, definitely not as accomplished as you were. But, uh, you know, when I picked up that orange basketball I always wanted it to take me, you know, to the NBA or take me to all these different places, man. So, 
roses and shout out to you for for being able to do that man but but what we what we want to know next is like is you know w- w- what's going on now for Ivy you know like what's next for Ivan uh that was the past uh, that was uh, what happened but what's new what what do you what do you got in in the works because I know you got a lot coming up here yeah yeah I got I got some stuff going on um I'm not necessarily playing the game right now I'm taking a taking a break away from it um just felt like I wanted to do more wanted to do something different I think once I got to a certain point during the pandemic and it was like, I, see the pandemic is when I learned how to really work and I really figured it out and I was ready. I was ready to go. Um, but once I got to that point bro, I started getting obsessed with it, I'm like, that's not really what I want to do. So you got to really, you know, you got to dedicate, you can't cheat, the, can't cheat the game. So once I figured that out, I'm like, I can't come back in, you know? Um, so right now I want to teach. I want to teach. Uh, I'm, 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 Connected in the tech world, um, working on some working on some stuff in the tech world. Um, so right now I'm trying to find a combination between like being a, a teacher slash mentor, um, being still involved in sports and basketball with the with the technology, um, and just that's evolving day by day. It's kind of like trying to figure out what my niche is exactly. But you know, I'm I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, hey, it's 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 great to hear that that that, that you're doing good, and uh, and you know, it, it definitely, honestly, is 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 a is a is a unique, and I honestly really like that. You know, the the path that you're taking, it's a path that a path that you know not not many take. So I would love for you know be able to shed some light on it and talk like what what necessarily i know you said during covid it taught you how to work and it taught you, you know like man i can't be one foot in one foot out but uh, you know wh- what was the reason and what what was the the reason for the transition from you know from hoop to tech and uh, was it a change of heart or just you didn't fail out of the uh, for the game uh so when i say i learned how to work is like i started paying attention to every little detail right like you listen to Floyd Mayweather, Serena Williams, like uh, Kobe, and they all tell you exactly what to do. They tell you the blueprint. <laughs> you just got to be like literally smart enough to figure it out and do it. What does it look like for you? So I started to really figure it out, bro. I'm up. This was like towards the end of my career in New York, too. I was up at 4.50 in the morning. Um, so I figured out before the pandemic, but like right when it happened, 4.50, I'm going to the gym, work out, get on the court do my treatment, cold tub, whatever it is, um, make 200 to, I started at 250 and I went up to like 350 a day. Cold tub, go home, go back to the house, rehab. Um, I have, I have Norma Tech boots. Like I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. I'm reading, I'm journaling, going to sleep. I'm up again. I'm back at practice before anybody else was there. So I started to figure out like, that's all it really takes. It's really easy. You just got to make it a lifestyle. Um, so, man, I started doing that my game. I started getting so much better in, like, two weeks, bro. Like, it was kind of crazy. It was like, this all I was missing right here was the real work ethic, figuring it out. And I had to figure it out on my own, the G League. Um, and I started putting up crazy numbers, crazy numbers. And it's like, I was getting caught up by the Knicks. I was going to finish up the year with the Knicks. And the, the pandemic happened. Boom, everything got shut down. I went home. But I kept that same mindset, like – waking up early, I'm, I'm running, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. Um, but I started taking it to a different level in terms of, like, my obsession with the game. And then I was just like, like, this ain't really what I what I want to do. Um, but I'm happy I found out what it takes to be successful in anything. 
So that's that's where I really took out of it. Like, if you want something, you got to really be obsessed with it, bro. And your life got to evolve around it. Um, you got to put everything on the line. So um, that's what I kind of part of what I plan to teach on my, my mentorship thing. Like, if you talk to anybody, like I worked with Jalen Lewis all through the pandemic. I was right there with him. Like, you know, Jalen Lewis is. Y'all know who that is? No, I don't know Jalen Lewis. I got to look him up, bro. He he was his first. Um, high school player that signed a professional contract. He's from Oakland too. Jalen Lewis. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he played yeah. for OTE over time mm-hmm. sports. So yeah. he was with me and Coach Ann and Jabari Byrne, <clears throat> Will Cherry. All right. summer. We coaching him up. Not just him, but like, you know, Saeed was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Sule. I don't know if y'all know Sule is. He go to Utah. Yeah. Too. Yep. So we basically, I'm, I'm like giving them the game. We all give them the game, but I'm really like right. The game and like telling them like you can't cheat any rep I, I got to a point bro I didn't cheat any rep I'm running through the line like obsessed with it and I don't feel no pain on my body I'm that locked in um during the workout so um but yeah I just I, I felt more passionate in giving it to them than for me really I'm like I don't really want to do it anymore mm-hmm. um at least right now that's how I feel but I know right I can flip that switch and get back to work in the university go play somewhere mm-hmm. bro yeah, I just like the teeth. Absolutely, man. Hey, honestly, hey, Ivan, just, just a um, full moment of honesty, man. That was that, that's beautiful, man. Because like you know, you yeah. like you telling us that you learned how to really become successful in anything. You, you telling us like, yeah, I, I I learned. I took one thing. I was successful in this. I I, I know how to do it, and now I, I can become successful in all aspects of life. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's great, man. And and like I don't. I, I was gonna ask you like, what's one piece of advice you would have for everybody else? But I think that's what you would say. You know, be obsessed okay. with it. Like, be, do, do you be yeah. willing to die over it? If that's what you're gonna do. Oh, real talk, bro. Real talk, mm-hmm. man. And, uh, like, and since we here, bro. Um, it's a lot of stuff that I do that you know that I want to teach. That helped me get to that point. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest things is, like, mindfulness and meditation. Like, I'm huge on that. Absolutely. And I see how it relates to sports, you know. Um, so, right now, I'm doing, like, some, some – I'm doing some programs for some for some kids. And um, I'm teaching them to meditate before you work out, how to visualize. Like, this is all stuff Coach Ann taught me, my strength coach. Bro, I would visualize my entire workout before I got on the, on the beach when we did sand work. So I visualized how it's supposed to look. I come out there, but it's like, because it's like you already did it when you meditate, when you visualize. Mm-hmm. Your brain can't show the difference. So I had already worked out in my mind. And you get on the beach, it's like, it's easy. This is, I've, I've already done this. So it's like little tricks like that that I want to teach. And the guys, they don't know it. The, the, the girls, they don't know it. So that's what, I'm, that's what I'm coming with. I know how to do this shit on the court. I've done it. My trade worker speaks, you know, speaks for itself. Now, let me tell you, show you all this shit that I learned late. And it's going to meet you in the middle and you're going to be more successful in anything. Mm. It's going to teach you to not be attached to um, attached to anything. More like, you know, you leave yesterday and yesterday and you just kind of build on what you're doing. And that relates to basketball, too. You miss a shot, you're going you're gonna to mope on it or you get into the next shot. It's, it's a decision. So, uh, man, it's just a lot of stuff that I wish I knew earlier. And, you know, um, when I finally got it, I took it and ran with it. It wasn't in the way a lot of people wanted me to, but you know, it's your life, so you got to do what you want to do, and uh, absolutely, that's what I'm on, man. Absolutely, hey, that's big time. I, hey, that's big time. I mean, honestly, for real, for real, yeah, I'm just happy to see you 
you know, doing great, doing, being, being in a, a place where, you know, you're, you're happy and, and that's that day. That's that's just okay. great, man. It's yeah, been yeah. great, man. A lot of people don't really know yeah. what's going on, but I'm just kind of building. I'm just building, bro. I'm ready to when I, when it's time to pop out. We have some absolutely, dope for sure. absolutely, man. Well, I'm yeah. right, man. Well, 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 well. Look, um, us over here at Clutch Talk, Ivan, man. We really, really appreciate you. Uh, you know, giving us your time. Uh, we you know we talked. We talked a little bit of uh, you know who put the basketball in your hand. You know, high school, college, uh, NBA, and what you got now, and 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 what's next. And I'm sure you're not even close to to to, to being done, man. I know you got way more to do and uh we we appreciate you and i want to let you know that any anytime you know you you want to be able to be on this platform man uh we would uh, we would love your presence and um anything that you got to shout out any program that you got coming up let them know man blast it out for all all of the sub subscribers in the family they're gonna support man they're gonna they're gonna check it out yeah for sure so i got i got some stuff in the works like i said with the with the tech um and an app called spark my sport company called spark my sport I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a part of that um in a big way in the future. Well now and in the future. Um as far as for myself, I have my own entity called Prosperity Rising, where I'm gonna be doing like a lot of my teaching, my mentorship. Um and that's kind of what I'm doing. I wanna shout out my mom's restaurant in East Oakland. Yeah, the Bronze Cajun Kitchen. So y'all go and check that out if y'all, you know, need some food in the bay. Um you know, uh that's it, man. I just wanna, you know. I appreciate y'all time, bro. This bliss was a dope conversation. So um, I value what y'all do. What y'all do is not easy. It's not easy. I know it's not easy to get people on. So that's why it's important. I met you and I'm like, you know, not only I'm helping myself, but it's a, you know, it, we're exchanging. Uh, we're exchanging. So that's how I look at it. So it's dope, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Jay, you got any last words here? Nah, I appreciate you coming on, man. It's good to seeing like the student become the master or becoming the master in your case and, and shedding that light with, with others. Cause, cause young kids and especially young players who are just got to know that you can be a baller, but there's other parts of life too. And you're a great example of that. So man, keep doing what you're doing, bro. I'd love to see it for real. Man, I appreciate it, bro. I take that. I take it very serious, bro. So y'all be seeing some stuff and man, we might do another one, bro. We can get into that more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We get into that more. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Well, uh, we we would love that, and we would be definitely looking forward to that, man. And for all uh, for for all the family you, and all you guys at home, man, listening, if you guys want to stay updated on Ivan and everything that Ivan you know has going on, I'm gonna drop his his Instagram, his Twitter, everything right there, right in his little bubble, and it's everything is also gonna be in the description down below, man. So if you want to stay up to date on everything that Ivan's got going on, man, definitely go check him out, go show him some love, man, because. You know, he did, did, did he did, did us a big one, man. So thank you for that, Ivan. Oh, and, uh, bro. and uh and if, if that's if if that's it, man, if we have no other words, then uh you guys ready to check out of here, man? All right. Do it, let's do it. Yes, sir. All right. Well, all right, all right, we out of here, y'all. Clutch talk out. Peace. Uh-huh.